My name is Jenny Icarus. When I was 15, I discovered that my father was once the vigilante known as Consequences. After many arguments, he agreed to train me to be more than just a vigilante. The city I've grown up in has gotten more and more corrupt. People in need are ignored in favor of profit and false charity. Too much is hidden in darkness. I will bring those hidden things to the light. Everyone deserves truth. Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs. I am your host, Eli, joined by... I'm Jerry, and I'm playing Truth. Yeah, this is the third episode of Truth. Yep, we, we've we made it to the third episode. We're doing good so far. We haven't murdered each other. Not yet. Uh, and this episode is brought to you by Metallic Dice Games. And they're very, very, very pretty dice. I am... Oh, man, I'm fighting so hard to... Like, wait until I actually have the money to get the Amethyst dice. Those are some nice dice. They're so... Well, so, I got my dad the, the Misfit dice set, and the Tensider in that is an Amethyst die. And it's so pretty. It's so pretty. And, oh, I should mention that when my dad rolled the 20-sider out of that Misfit gem set, he rolled a natural 20, very first roll. So, I'm not saying that they will give you a disproportionate amount of, of natural 20s. But, on our blind study of one roll, that appears to be the case. You have it. There's our non-scientifically proven fact that you will roll a nat 20 on your first roll with these dice. Yes. And on the last episode of Truth, you had found the shipping container uh, that these trafficking victims were in you got them out and they had just gotten away when some well goons pulled up a box truck and a car that you recognize uh having been belonging to a person whose name i will say once i look at my notes ah the the magical notes i want people at home to know how serious i'm taking this game that this is like the first time in 20 years of role playing, I'm taking notes, <laughs> which is a huge honor for Eli here. Well, I that that's good to hear from the main game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the one we've been recording for a year. Well, what's what's uh, my character's name? Truth. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Mitchell, as you recognize it as the car that Marcus Mitchell was in. Ah, uh, yes, Marcus Mitchell. He's in that car. The car of Marcus Mitchell. I, I hate that car. Because I so want Marcus Mitchell. <laughs> but our our last episode fully ended with four of these goons getting out of the box truck and clearly wanting to fight you. Uh, so that is where we are going to open up. So we're opening up with a fight. Yep. Getting right to business. Right in it. Yes. Uh, and because of the way the Fate System initiative works, you go first. All right. Um, the, the four goons, like, I'm guessing they're gun-armed? Armed yes. of guns, I mean? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, no, they have gun arms. Oh, fuck this. No. <laughs> um, well, here's the question. How are they? Are they, like, bunched together? Have they spaced yeah, out? Yeah, they're pretty bunched together. I mean, they're, they only just got out of this uh, truck. Okay. Well... I'm going to, um, high risk for high results. My trouble aspect. Because mm -hmm. I know Mitchell's in that car, and I also know there's four people with guns, and I also know that they're less likely to shoot each other. They're less likely to shoot if I'm all up in them because they don't want to shoot each other. All right. So I am going to rush right into all four of them. Okay. It's, uh, it's going to be high risk because I'm going to be surrounded by four guys, but the result is they don't shoot me. Okay. So you are spending a fake point? Yes. To give yourself a plus two on your next defend? Yes. Cool. All right. So what? what is... So I know you're doing that. Are you trying to... You know, so you, you, you've done that. Yeah. Uh, and that's not really an action. Right. Um, and I, I printed you out on your, your cheat sheet there. You can see the uh, four different kinds of actions, or five different kinds of actions. Yes. You aren't defending, because they're not currently attacking you. Uh, you can attack them. You can 
do more different things. Uh, create yourself an advantage because you don't really know. You know. Like you could try and discover some aspects on the scene or them or something like that. Um, what I'm going to do is once, obviously, like I said, I'm trying to get into them. Mm-hmm. Once I'm going to into them, I will try to discover something about them as a group or something about at least one of the individuals that I might be able to use as advantage. Okay. To my advantage. Quick question. Yeah. Uh, high risk, high reward, because I'm trying to remember this. Is that your trouble that's aspect? My, that's my trouble. Okay. So trouble can only be invoked. By you? Well, well, not necessarily by me. You can invoke it, but it's only bad. I, okay, I understand. So in this scenario, you are putting yourself in the middle of them, which, sure, you're not maybe not going to get shot. But, but you're I'm now surrounded. In the middle of, you're now surrounded. That, that, that's what I was trying to get but at. But what it means yeah. is that you get an extra fate point. So okay. instead of fen- spending that fate point. I now have, have two. A, yes. Let me just write that down to fate. But yeah, I, that that was my whole point. Is okay. I'm going to be yeah. surrounded by them. No, that, that was on me because I forgot what your trouble that's was. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my trouble because the high, the high reward is they can't shoot me. But the high risk, I'm now surrounded by all four of them. But I'd rather be punched than shot. So naturally, now that I'm surrounded by all four of them, yeah, I'm going to try to, um... Now let me look at my cheat sheet so I can word this, word this correctly. I'm going to try to discover aspects of my situation. Okay. Would I roll clever? Um, yeah. Yeah, we can roll clever on that one. That's good for me because that's my best one. <laughs> it's going to be a three. Because <laughs> I got neutral and all four die. <laughs> okay, well, uh... A three is a, a, a regular success, or a tie, rather. Right. What you notice is that uh, they have turned the box truck off, so the headlights are off. So there's only one light illuminating this whole area, with the exception of the headlights from Mitchell's car, which are pointed away from you. Okay. Um, so the aspect is almost darkness. Okay, uh, nice. Or, I guess I'm more what I'm saying is you create the aspect darkness for you to operate in. I gotcha. So, technically, everyone now has, or, or there is now a situational aspect that you can invoke or I can invoke to create penalties on each other. I gotcha. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Um... I guess it is now their turn. Now, actually, I'm going to throw you a bone here. I believe that you're, you have a stunt called Gadgets. Yes. Um, so you can say that part of your heads-up display is night vision goggles. Yes. All right. Let, let's just say that you did that. Yeah, this is still a learning process for yeah, me. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Yes. But yeah. Uh, that's why I'm, I'm throwing bones, because I want to make sure this is No, I understand. Exciting. I understand. Uh, they are going to try and gang up on you. All right. Uh, how do you plan to defend? When you say, so when you say they're going to gang up, are they all attacking at once? or More or less. So uh, I'm using... I'm, I'm basically creating... What's the word? Treating this group of thugs mm-hmm. as one creature. Okay. Um, so when you are attacking, you're attacking the group. I understand. Uh, I mean, you can specify thugs, but it doesn't really make a difference. All right. Um, so we got. So, so, so thematically, they're not like all swinging perfectly at the same time, but they're all basically acting. But, but at like the same when time. one punches, I if, and I duck, and another person isn't trying to kick me. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Well, I'm just going to do flashy to try to do some um, acrobatic, wavy body movement BS to avoid avoid each shot. Yeah. All right, go for it. And I get plus two on this one, right? Because um, I, you said you said I got plus two for invoking. No, 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 no. Because your your trouble is only negative. I, okay, I understand. Yeah. I was just making sure we were mm-hmm. completely cleared on yeah. the same page. But I am using flashy, so that gives me two, mm-hmm. three. All right, you succeeded with style, so they do not succeed in attacking you, and you have a boost, so you have a plus one on your next action against this group. Okay, and you. You hear a car door open and close, and a man, a rather large man, gets out of Mitchell's car. uh, Out of the driver's seat, specifically. And walks around the car towards you, but not quite a part of this yet. Uh, And that's all he does right now. Okay. So it is your turn. Alright. Well, being surrounded by four people is not a good idea. 
So I'm definitely doing an attack. I'm just trying to figure out how to word this. Okay. Um, this is going to be ridiculous, but I'm going to explain it to you because it is a superhero game. Go for it. I'm going to jump up on one of the thug's shoulders. I know it's one attack, but I'm just mm-hmm. explaining it. And then I'm going to jump on one shoulder, kick him in the face while I'm on his shoulders, and then proceed to do a runny, run across all four of their heads kicking. All right. Yeah, yeah, like um, um, like something out of a Jackie Chan movie. Yeah, like jump on, like she's going to jump, land one leg on the yeah. head, kick, and then pretty much hop leg to leg I, while kicking. I like to imagine that you are, you you jump up, kick one guy in the head and use him to bounce off to the other guy. There it kick is. Him that's what I'm trying to. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's flashy. That's yep. definitely flashy. All right. And what? And I. So what was my plus again? Uh, plus one. So I get plus one plus the two I mm-hmm. have. Okay. Yep. It's gonna be a zero. Well, uh, is it, no. Maybe I'm. So, I'm trying. I'm still. Math is not always my yeah, best thing. Yeah. Uh, the minus sign and the plus sign cancel each other out. So, so that's two plus minus the, two plus the two I have, which is zero. But you get the plus one boost. So I get one. Yep. Thank you. And they got a minus two. Gotcha. So once again, you succeed with style. Yes. Uh, however, because you are this is an attack, they're just taken out. Right. Um. So you you do this, and basically in one move. You just take all four of these guys down. They're not unconscious per se, but they're not having a good time. Right. And you hear the man go, okay. And on his turn, he will walk up and he puts his hands on the big steel bumper of this uh, truck. And uh, he... Attempts to create an advantage for himself by in- intimidating you by ripping this bumper off to hold it as a weapon. I gotcha. Um, so you can defend against that. Like, I don't know if you're just trying to be stoic or... Because he, he definitely succeeds in ripping the bumper off. Right. Um, as far as creating some sort of advantage... Uh, it is more dependent on your what you think Truth's reaction to him doing this. Well, I mean, in reality, she she probably would be a little intimidated, but I think instead of just straight up not being intimidated, she would try to fake not being intimidated. Okay, so do a, a stealthy. Because someone ripping off a bump, bumper is scary. Mm-hmm. Cancels zero. Okay. He got a six. Yeah. So he definitely succeeds with style. Yes. Um, so he actually ends up creating a plus two boost for himself, and he has given you the temporary aspect. Or he, he doesn't have any bonuses. He has created a temporary aspect on you of unnerved. Okay. Uh, which he has two free invokes on. Okay. Uh, however, that is his turn. All right. So it is now your turn. Well, he can't hurt what he can't see, so I'm going to try to stealth into the darkness. And invoke the darkness aspect to give me a bonus to okay. do that. Uh, spend a fate point and get a plus two. If you hear papers rustling, that's me doing stuff. It's all part of the thing. Yep. So plus two. We got some D. DN- we, we got some RPG ASMR. Yep. Yeah. Plus two. Plus two. Uh, so two plus stealthy plus whatever. Whatever, you whatever want. I roll. Oh, this feel of dice cancels out the plus two. So one. Um. Yeah. I mean, you you don't know. Right. Understand. Now. Um, but it's my as a player, I will say he knows where you went. Yes, but as a uh, character, as I a don't character, know. you don't know. Right. So for his turn, uh, he is going to use the free invoke of unnerved to give you a minus two on your defense roll as he throws this bumper at you. Uh, and I will spend the one fate point that I get to activate the aspect on bumper of oversized to give him a plus two. Okay, so uh, I get a neg- it's just a really big bumper. So he gets ne- I get a negative two. I get a negative two, and he gets a plus two. Yes. Okay. You know the clever thing will be to duck. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna give that one to you. I'm gonna I'm gonna give that to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a zero. He got a two, so he 
succeeds and actually does two shifts of damage. So you can either take two stress boxes or you can take one mild consequence. I'll take the mild consequence. Okay. Um, it will be bell rung uh, is what is what we're going to call that consequence. All right. So that is something that I can invoke to mess you up uh, or you can invoke to mess yourself up if you need some fate points. <laughs> right. But it is now your turn. Okay. Ooh, this guy. Thinking on this one. Let me look at my cheat sheet real quick. Um, quick question. When he got out of the car, what part of the car did he get out of? The uh, driver's seat. I am going to make a dash for the driver's seat. Because I have a bad idea. Uh, well, what is the idea? Um, I want to get in the driver's seat and drive at him. Okay, so you're going to... You're gonna... Jump in the driver's seat because yeah. it, it, you know, I established the lights were on, so it's fair to say that it is on. Yes. Uh, and your plan is to kind of real quick back it up and hit him with the car. Yes. Cool. Because uh, let me be clear, I'm not trying to kill him, but in my character's mind, a character that can throw like that can probably take a hit from a car. That's fair. Yep. Uh, oh, here's another fun thing about uh, fate is that when you lose a fight, you're taken out. And what that means is determined by the person who takes you out. Right. So if you take him out, you decide what that means. Right. You know, whether that kills him or just knocks him out. Gotcha. You alternatively, you have the option of giving in, which is where you're still taken out of the fight, but you get to decide what that looks like. Okay. You know, even if that is you just running away. Right. Um, but you go ahead and make a quick roll. All right. Here comes the quick roll. And he will try to avoid being hit. Two. Okay. Uh, he fails to avoid being hit. And he does not have any consequence slots, so he just takes that two stress and is taken out. What does that look like? Okay, basically, you know, she backs the car up real quick. We're going to assume he, you know, he's not just going to stand there and take it, so we're going to assume he tries to move, but she swerves and kind of like spins the car and like in the car spinning motion, like bats him as mm -hmm. he tries to dive out of the way, and it just sends him tumbling. All right. And to the truck he ripped that thing from. Okay. And when he hits the truck, he just goes down. And he tries to push himself back up, and then just yeah, yeah, he he is taken out of that goddamn fight. Right. So you look over. Uh, well, what you hear is the person in the passenger seat say, "You are one crazy motherfucker," and you see Marcus Mitchell. <laughs> And he is pointing a gun at you. Um, so we are eh, sort of kind of out of combat. Right. Um, how do you react? The gun being pointed at me? Yes. I try to... Well, I'm going to assume he's going to fire. Because it, it seems for the moment yeah. he's kind of feeling it out. Okay. All right. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to stand still for a moment, but I'm going to kind of have my hand in place to if i feel like he's about to fire i'm gonna try to quick slap the gun out of the way okay um yeah he goes uh now you're the one who tried to mess up my uh shipment the other week yes sorry didn't get properly acquainted then and who are you supposed to be i am truth huh and he'll try and shoot yep and i will use quick or I just slap the gun out of the way. Three. He had two. So yeah, you uh, smack the gun. It fires through the windshield. And he is now trying to get out of it. So you don't successfully like knock the gun out of his hand. But right. you do keep it from shooting you. Right. Uh, but he actually immediately gets out of the car. And that was kind of his... Well, he gets out and he shoots into the car again. Um, but he will be at a minus one because... He can't fucking see anything. Yeah, and I will be... Can I... Yeah, well, if he can't see anything, can I invoke darkness again? Uh, or is that a one-time thing? Fate point. Actually, no, I'm just going to use quick to try to fall backwards. Like out of the car? Out of the car as he's okay. shooting into it. Go for it. Four. And you got a minus one. So, yeah, you, uh, you, you don't just successfully roll out of the car. He now does not currently know where you are. So you have a plus two, or, or a plus one, sorry, a plus one, on your next action 
against him. Okay. I'm going to spend fate to have like the to have my grappling hook on me. Okay. I'm, I'm going to shoot and try to I'm going to try to shoot at him and wrap it around his legs. Like the Batman style. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you can do that cuz I gave you the the night vision goggles as a freebie. Yes. So she has the Batman style grappling hook, and she's going to try to right. shoot and get it around his legs. Um, well, he's not going to roll. I'll just have a, a difficulty you'll have to meet. That um, I think that should be careful. Careful? Yeah, because it is a pretty precise thing you're trying to do here. That's fair. Uh, negative one. Yeah, you uh, you fire it and you miscalculate because you're tr- you're trying to like shoot it underneath the car to like <laughs> pull him that way. And you miscalculate, and it hits the ground and bounces up into the uh, axle, mm. and is stuck. And yeah. it actually pulls the grappling hook up out of your hand. Yeah, she silently curses to herself. <laughs> uh, and actually, he just runs away. He mm. he gives in. He takes himself out of this fight. All right. Now she's really cursing at herself. But she did she did stop the shipment. That's true. And she took out five people. Yep. And you do have this superhero that to. Uh... That you could try to interrogate if you want to. That's right. So, yeah, she's... So, it's like, I'm guessing he's just still down because he's... Yeah, he's not necessarily unconscious. But he's he just hurt. Can't, yeah, yeah, he just can't really fight right now. Yep. So, I am going to go interrogate him. But the mm-hmm. moment I think he can get up and start fighting again, I'm going to make my break for it. Okay. Because I'm not up for another fight with him. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, he sees you walk up and he goes, uh, All right. Oh. Who the hell are you? I'm Truth. And who are you? Uh, Andre. Andre, last name, Solano. Andre Solano. Mr. Solano, I guess the obvious thing is, I guess you're getting paid well to help. Oh, I get paid very well. And human trafficking isn't a problem to you? Money's money. And humans' lives are humans' lives. Yeah, everything's got a price tag. We live in America. Come on. How many shipments have you helped? <clears throat> and why should I tell you? Because the because the car is still running, and I could hit you again. Make a uh, forceful roll. Zero. Yeah, he uh, he looks at you and he goes, uh, "Yeah, I don't think that's quite intimidating enough, uh, especially." And he holds up and he's. Dialed 911. I'm guessing you don't want the cops here as badly as I don't want them here. Very well. But just know next time, if we do meet again, I will hit you twice as hard. No problem. Um, so are you just going to leave or are you going to like find a place to hide? Um, I'm going to find a place to hide just to make okay. sure, just to make sure the thugs mm-hmm. and him, since he's calling 911, I'm still going to make sure they take him. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, uh, just go ahead and roll sneaky. Two. Um, yeah, you're, I mean, he doesn't seem to, like, he he stands up mm-hmm. as you move to get away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he puts on a pretty good show of, like, yeah, all you did was knock the wind out of me, and then you leave, and he, he slumps up against this truck and <laughs> just sits back down on the ground and waits for the cops to show up. <laughs> and they, they show up, and everybody's, you know... Uh, booked because when he dialed nine one one, they heard the gunshot, and there's all these. Un- well, they're not. In a, they're, they are booked after they find out who these guys are, and all of them have records. Records, right? Um, I didn't get a chance to write it in my notes. Can you say his name again? Andre Solano. Nice name. Thank um, you. And you, you know which precinct they're going to take him to, just because you know which one's the closest, right? Um, so the next step is yours. Okay, well, Andre Solano has powerful friends. So Andre Solano is not going to be at that precinct long. Um, I don't want to engage, mm-hmm. but I am going to try. I am going to wait outside the precinct, you know, do my little perching thing. Mm-hmm. And when he gets out, I'm going to do my best to see. I'm going to do my best to follow and see where they go. So at the very least, I know where they're. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to probably. Yeah. I'm not going to probably be able to engage at night because. Yeah. Where he goes is probably going to be heavily protected, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at least I'll have information. Yeah. He, uh, as you predicted, he's only there for a couple of hours before they let him go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
you you see him come out and he definitely doesn't notice you. Uh, so just do a quick sneaky to make sure that either A, he doesn't notice you, and or B, if he does notice you, you don't lose him. Two. Okay. Um, it doesn't... He, he's not behaving like somebody who thinks he's being tailed. Right. But he does call an Uber. Okay. Um, so it is tough to keep up. Does Miracle have a view, like a dirt bike or something? Truth. Truth, sorry. I don't think we've ever established. Um, so if he called an Uber, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. Without, you know, tricky Batman-esque grappling hooking, which if goes wrong is going to hurt badly. So this, Also, your grappling hook's kind of yeah. all... So this, it, it's kind of gone. So honestly, <laughs> once he calls the Uber, the follow plan is kind of done. Okay. Truth's not going to be... A, Truth's not exactly going to be in vigilante gear calling a taxi and saying, <laughs> follow this Uber. That costs extra. All right, then uh, what is your plan? Um, well, if I'm not following, but you know, what I should have done now that I think about it, so I'm probably going to go back is we got a bunch, I need to find out what happened to the people who I got out. Okay. Because I just told them, I just helped them escape, but I didn't exactly give them a place to go other than the police. So I need to at least find out, did they make it to the police? Yeah. All right. Um, how do you, how do you want to approach finding them? Like you're just trying to do it as quickly as possible. Are you... You know, going to strong arm some people. Um, uh, what I think it's going to cost some money, but what I'm going to do is I'm I'm going to end being true for tonight, but I'm going to buy a prepaid cell phone and mm-hmm. I'm going to put a call in the precinct and just as an anonymous call, say, has um, I'm going to put in a call to a few precincts and say, has a concerned citizen wants to know if did um human trafficking victims show up tonight, and if they say, and once I get a yes answer, that phone's getting um. That phone's getting broken. I'm going to cut there because I don't think that they would yeah. answer that to it. Like, answer that question. Fair. Well, um, Now, because well, another thing you can try and do is, like, calculate. Try and calculate what direction they would have gone in. Or at least a few of them. You know, use your clever and your super intelligence. It certainly actually, wouldn't be I'm, easy. I'm going to use the tell super intelligence to determine what the nearest precinct to that area was. Cause that's well, you, you were just there. I was just there. Yeah. Okay, so now you do have a a contact stunt, don't you? Yes, I, I would, and I do. I do know someone in the police who is kind of they're not pro vigilante, but they know mm-hmm. they know sometimes me doing things works to their benefit. When we just give them a name, sure. What's to say they're Eleanor, Detective Eleanor Delaney, Eleanor Delaney. She's not pro-vigilante, but she is pro, okay, sometimes you do some good things. As long as you don't mess with official police business, I won't move against you. She's pro some of the evidence you can bring me, I can use in court. Yes. <laughs> but if you ever cross that line and kill someone, I'm going to come yeah, at you. Or, or get in police business yeah. way. So I'm going to contact them. Okay. How do I? Uh, I believe that you just spend a fate point. Okay. contact them. Alright, and then I'll be out of fate points. So I just contact them, and I pretty much say, you know, truth, I broke up some human trafficking tonight, I told them, I, get, I got interrupted, did any of them make it to any of the police precincts? Okay, yeah, she, uh, you, you, she goes, uh, hold on, Dad. Really into the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you hear what's clearly her, like, trying to find a quiet place. Uh, or an isolated place to talk. And she says, uh, I haven't heard anything about that, but I did hear about Andre being taken in. Andre Solano being taken in. Uh, Marcus Mitchell's right-hand man. Yes. I almost had Mitchell tonight. Huh. Well, yeah. Andre, we've been trying to flip Andre for a while. It. We're not really any closer to it, but can't believe I'm going to tell you this. He wants to take over Mitchell's uh, operation. Oh, really? Yeah. And we know that he has a safe house in Boomtown or, or Boomberg, um, which will... I'm just saying that that's a, a part of town that uh, 
in the 80s saw a lot of bass-driven hip-hop out of it. So okay. It just, you know, that's just the name it kind of got. Got it. you have any specifics on where the safe house is or just, just in that general area? She gives you an address. Okay. Um, she says, you know, we we haven't been able to get a clear from the ATF to go in there. So I'd be really careful. Understood. And I'll... Can I call you back on this number? Yes. All right. I'll let you know if I find anybody. I appreciate it. Uh, and then she hangs up. Okay. So what time is it? Um, It's probably pushing three, four in the morning. Okay. I think truth is done for tonight. All right. Um, I mean, by this point, four, nothing's really going on at four. You know, obviously not the usual crime, but yeah. I just been beating up thugs all night for him, and I'm not a superhuman, so I'm probably I'm probably hitting you my are limit. Very tired. Yeah. You know, and I am. My bell is rung. You 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 ran out of uh, uh, adrenaline quite some time ago. Yeah. So I think we're gonna call it an evening, and but I know where the safe house is, so that gives me a future case case out once I get my energy back up. All right. Um, in that case, when were you planning on checking out the uh, uh, safe house? Um, we'll check it. We're gonna check it out. Be like, we'll check out the next day. But okay. I want to um check it out. Obviously, when I'm perching, I'm gonna take mm-hmm. some goggles with me. Okay. Because I I want to not be too close. Because I don't Just know some binoculars. Some binoculars. Because this is a safe house, and mm-hmm. if he's there, it's probably heavily guarded. So I'm going in close. So I want to go when it's like that point when it's day turning into night, so I still have some light. Okay. But I'm, I don't want to be so close that they notice. That's why I want the okay. binoculars. Okay, so, so you're going to be in your uh, uniform? I am going to be in uniform. I'm going to be high up if I can, or okay. as high up as I can be. You know, and I'm not going to, and I'm going to be far enough that binoculars are needed and not close enough that they will spot me immediately. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll. Well, so first, let's go ahead and have a scene. Um, I for I think it's a a Sunday today because it was a Saturday okay. night that everything went down. I believe. Okay. Um. Well, so you you actually sleep until like noon. All right. And when you get up and you're clearly gearing, you know, getting ready to gear up and everything, your dad's like, "You should give this another night." You, know, you you can't push yourself like this. You're gonna get sloppy. She sighs because on one hand she knows he's right, but she, but she's gonna have to argue with him. But it's human trafficking, Dad. I know, but you won't help anybody, Dad. I'll give it one more night. All right. Oh, and uh, your your consequence is gone by now. Okay. Yeah. Bye uh, bye consequence. Yep. So the fun part about mild consequences they go away quickly. Yep, it's the only consequence that has a fun part. <laughs> All right. Um, so it is Monday night. Mm-hmm. You you got to work, um, but I am going to uh, invoke the uh, trouble sleeping at drawback on your super intelligence. Okay. So you will have a minus one to all of your actions in this scene. Okay. Uh, because you didn't manage to get any sleep. Not surprised. But you do get a fate point. Yay, fate point, which I need. And go ahead and roll sneaky to see uh, what you can find out. Two. Uh, you're pretty sure nobody's noticed you. This is a much bigger house mm-hmm. uh, than the one that Mansfield had been uh, hiding in. Um, and you don't see nearly as much foot traffic Okay. Uh, on this one. You do know that there's a bunch of people in this house, but there's not as many people coming in and out. Okay. It doesn't have a gate or anything. You know, it has a front yard, but there's no fence or gate or anything, but there is a fenced-in backyard. Okay. Not not as many people coming in and out, but I know for a fact there's tons of people in there. Or quite a few. Yeah, quite Quite a few. few, Maybe the more accurate thing. I'd say less than a dozen. Right. Still a lot of people for one person. Mm -hmm. Um, um, is Is there an entrance on the roof? No. No, okay. Thank you. There, there is a second floor. 
Okay, there's two floors. Yes, there there are two floors. Okay, uh, but no, there's not an entrance on the roof. Just checking. Yeah, because it, it's it's uh it's a house. It's a house. You know, okay, it's not like an apartment building. I understand. I understand. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll try to go. We're gonna try to make it to the back. Okay. Um, I'm gonna wait for it to be a little darker because mm-hmm. we're gonna. I'm gonna because I don't want to just you know be in my gear and yeah some daylight. We'll wait for it to be a little darker, and I'll scope out the back gated area. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll sneaky. That's a negative one. Ooh. Yeah, you, um, you go to check out the back gated area, Mm. um, and you notice that the gate is actually open. Like, it's not wide open, but it's just not latched. Right. Uh, and you can't help yourself. You open it up, try and get a better look, and Andre grabs you by the front of your uh, costume mm-hmm. and then slams you up against the fence on the, because the, it, it's like a, a lard board fence yep. uh, and slams you up against the inside of the fence. To which I didn't just, even though I grimacely say, so I say that's no to dinner. And he goes, uh, uh, and then he like tosses you to the ground mm. and says, uh, man, you just will not leave me alone. Well, you know, if you're going to be Mansfield's successor one day, I have to get some practice in fighting you. Uh, Mitchell? Mitchell. Mitchell. Thank yeah. you. Sorry. It's a lot of M's. M's. I got, yeah. You're going to be Mitchell's successor one day. I got to get some practice in fighting you. Hmm. Now, what gave you that idea? Well, big, strong guy. You could probably take you could probably take him out and run this operation anytime you want. So the question is, is why are you waiting? Go ahead and roll clever. Four. All right. He goes, uh, okay, let's have a conversation. And he walks over, and you notice there's, like, patio furniture back mm-hmm. here. And he walks over to a lit cigar sitting in an ashtray and sits down and, you know, takes a couple puffs out of his cigar and says, well, let's not beat around the bush here, uh, truth. Uh, and it, 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 he clearly so doesn't want to <laughs> call you that. Uh, but he says, uh. What exactly do you want? And what are you getting at? What I'm trying to get at is I want human trafficking to stop. Now, do I want to aid and abet a criminal? No. Do I want to put a criminal away? Yes. So I will not directly help you. All I'm asking you is does not help is not stop me put away him. But do know that once he's gone, I will directly come after you. But you still, at least for now, get what you want. I appreciate the honesty. And he puffs on his cigar again, and he says, uh, Well, the thing is, Mitchell and me, we're not against trafficking, but God does it. It's just a lot of work. Not risk, the the risk-reward ratio, not good enough for me. But uh, whoever Mitchell's business partner is, they brought in some new people, and that's what they want done. So you have no idea who his business partner is? Out-of-towner? In-towner? I know it's somebody in the city government. Uh, it has to be somebody pretty high up to be able to help Mitchell out like they do, but couldn't tell you who. Whether it's a alderman, councilman, lieutenant gov- you know, lieutenant mayor, I don't know. But it has to be someone with the proper protections to keep to keep certain eyes away from certain spots. I genuinely don't think that some clerk would be able to make that happen. I don't disagree. All right. So this is what I will do. For now, I will le- for now I will leave you be. All I ask is if you see me doing anything that does not directly involve you, you do not try to stop me. That's fair. I'm supposed to be laying low and having a bit of a vacation. Very well. She just nods and goes I pre- I appreciate. She goes. I don't usually say this to people on opposing sides, but I genuinely appreciate the conversation and information. Sure. Have fun playing superhero. Or he actually, what he says is, have fun playing redeemer. She doesn't. She she doesn't respond at first. I mean, like body language, there is a you know a slight yeah. reaction, but she doesn't say anything. And for our listeners, um, on the East Coast, Varian 
where this story takes place is on the West Coast. On the East Coast in Crystal City, North Carolina, mm-hmm. is a team of superheroes mm-hmm. uh, called the Redeemers who are nationally famous. Yes. So, you know, it's kind of like have fun pretending to be a superhero. Yeah, it, it's the same thing as like, yeah. you know, telling some no, some two-bit hero in the Marvel Universe, have fun being an Avenger. So, um, truthfully, because at this point there's really no other thing to do um and she but she does say to herself going city hall because that's immediately the thing she's thinking is city hall you know um, yeah but she's kind of stuck she's like how do i investigate this how long do i investigate the very people are supposed to serve us you know and that and now she's both annoyed and disgusted at this scenario mm-hmm. so this is something she's actually going to need advice on because She's never been in a situation where she has to fight the leaders. Yeah. yeah. You know, so she's going to call it in for a night because she's kind of conflicted and she's going to go home to her dad. All right. And yeah, he sees you come in. He goes, uh, it was an early night. She goes, she goes, it's complicated night. Found my target. No longer my target, at least for now. She looks at it and goes, dad, did you ever give up on a lesser villain to go after a greater villain? No. But to be honest, that was probably one of my failings as a vigilante. I know, I didn't promise I wouldn't eventually go after him, but I'm letting him know he doesn't interfere with me for the time being. I won't focus on him because it turns out we might have a big we might have a big fish, and I'll be honest that I don't know how to process what I might be going up against. Well, I mean, you know, it's that old saying: "Rock in a hard place." Um. Well. Mitchell has another book. Mitchell has a Mitchell has someone above him. Hmm. And if and if Andre is telling me the truth and I'm I have no and he has no reason to be lying to me at this point. Because if he is lying then I just interfere in his life again and that doesn't serve him any purpose. It might be it might be someone in City Hall. Which, wow. You know, this town was going to shit, but Jesus. You always told me never to go against the officials. Yeah. It but it's human trafficking. I can't argue with that. I, I, you just need to be real careful. And that's my problem. What? Who am I? I don't know who I can go to. I mean, my contacts are the cops. But career purposes, are they going to want to give me information on City Hall? My other contact's a homeless guy. What's he going to know about City Hall? I mean, do you know if there's another shipment coming? Maybe you can... It's, there's now, always shipments more coming. Just try and get more information out of these people involved. I'm just going to have to keep scoping out the places they do their shipments. Yeah. They haven't switched. Yeah, you're going to have to play this one real close to the to the vest, bun. Okay. Um, I'm I'm going to need a day to think, and then I'll get back at it. Take take a couple days. Okay. Just try to be you for okay. a few days. Okay. I, I think that'll. Do you good. Okay. Thanks, Dad. No problem. Just for listeners' purposes and for the in-character dad purposes, she's never been this bothered. Like, up until this point, she's been fighting thugs. She's been fighting muggers. She's been fighting the occasional, maybe a little bit more violent crime. But this is a whole different level. Yeah, she's been putting a dent into the heroin trade in the city for a while. Mm -hmm. But that's still not as dangerous as somebody who might be able to put the entire police force on her. Right. Because as as it is, the police don't really care yeah. about truth right now. now. Right. You know, but going after City Hall, that's a, and she a kno- big deal. And she knows it. You just take a few days and Um, I am gonna take a few days, but one thing the one thing she will do like she's not ignorant of the city's politics, but if it's gonna be someone in City Hall, she needs to at least know the principal players. Okay. So she will learn the principal players just to give herself a refresher. All right. Would that just be a clever? Yeah. Yeah, we can make it a clever. That's fine. Um, a one. Okay. Um, well, you know that the mayor is uh, named Brandon Garcetti? Brandon Garcetti? Yes. Okay. The uh, lieutenant mayor is a woman named Denise St. Clair. Okay. And there are nine council members, city council members, so I'm not really going to list I'm just going to write nine council members down. 
Um, there are some aldermen and things like that, but that seems yeah probably like it. Really, the, the someone high up in the police department could potentially be helping, but based on what Andre said, it does seem more of a city hall thing. Right, and really, it probably comes down to the mayor, lieutenant mayor, or one of the nine councilmen. Yeah. Everybody else, even if they do have a little power, they don't have the strings they can pull to pull that yeah, off. Yeah, to, to be able to have, to, to be able to assist Mitchell in running a human trafficking operation to the point that until you saw it with your own eyes, you didn't know it was happening. Right. You know, that's takes a lot of pull. Right. Uh, and you honestly don't even know, you know, not... This isn't like me as a GM revealing secret information. This is just, I think, a thing that Truth would think about. You don't know if there's more than one person. Right, right. You know, for all you know, it's all of them. Right. So until I get like a definite answer of it's him, I have to assume everyone is in it. Yeah. Like, like I'm not, I'm not looking at, like, I'm not looking at a lot of people going, well, all 11 were guilty, but I can't rule out 11 people either. Yeah. So she will spend, you know, a day doing that and then a day doing truth stuff, you know, working. Okay. Um, so I, I'm assuming you're trying to gather more information about when the next shipment is. Yes, yeah, so she'll go back. I think you wrote down her um, streets contact. Well, actually, it doesn't matter because he changes his name every time she yeah. goes speak to him. So she goes speak to because he's eccentric. Yeah. So she goes speak to her homeless contact and just says, has he heard any word on the street about shipments again? This is a particularly so this rough is me spending day for a fate him. Point. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's right. You're spending a fate point. You don't have to roll yeah. roll shit. Yeah, he says that uh, uh, he heard through the grapevine that they got some. So you know that there is a. It is technically a gentleman's club, mm-hmm. but it's an illegal brothel. Um, or I mean that pretty much anybody who's tuned in to the city knows that that's what it is. Right. Uh, whether there's any proof of it or not. And he says he heard that Mitchell's uh, organization brought in some new girls. To the brothel. Yeah. Okay. She thanks him for the information, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, gives him gives him a sandwich. Yeah. She always brings him food. She kind of shudders at the thought of the fact she's going to be spending her evening in a brothel. Like, she's not against... Like, if it was legal... And clean, she would not be shuddering, but ugh, the purpose well, and is... It, it doesn't even have to be a moral thing if it's something that she just doesn't want to be in. She doesn't like, want to be in. It's like, it's just a case of... It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, she's not going... She does, it, It's there, just uncomfortable. There's nothing wrong with being uncomfortable with, like, public nudity and exactly. stuff like yeah. that. Like, there, there's nothing wrong with being uncomfortable So, But... So, yeah, I guess we will be um, we're waiting for evening. Okay. Well, first, we're, as, we, as is protocol, we're going to scope it out. I know it's a public place, but I still... But if it's legal activities, there's well, guards. It, it is a private club. Private club. Yeah. So it's not a public place. Okay. Like, there is a bouncer and, and a front desk and, and stuff like that. Right. Okay, so it's guarded. But even even taking the bouncer out of the equation, it's guarded. But if there's illegal stuff going on, you know, it probably has a back way. Because I doubt they're bringing girls in the front. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. this... Well, and this is a... a Building, building. You know, it's it's a three story building. building. Okay, you know, it's not it's not a house. Understood. So now we are actually doing for building. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so there is definitely a back door leading out to an alleyway, and there's you know dumpster, and the alleyway is big enough for a dump truck, right, to get in. All right. Back alleyway is how she's going to be trying to get in. Okay. Um, and you do know that at night is when it's active. So I guess the the question becomes are you like trying to go undercover or are you well, That's a good question. in your costume. She's going to try to go she's going to try to put an undercover get up together. You know, she will keep I'm trying to figure out how she could transport her costume if she needs it. Actually no, she'll just get together but she will try to hide some gadgets on her for if they if she needs them. Okay. Yep. Um Go ahead and roll clever. See how good your uh, disguise is. Because I'm assuming you're disguising you're someone who is there to partake. Yes. Okay. Four. Well, hot damn. That is a good roll. That's a good disguise. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I believe you want to hand me your cheat sheet so I can use it as a cheat sheet. It's for good cheating. I wanted to 
devil checks him. So yeah, yeah, uh, uh, you believe that, you know, just walking around, people aren't really going to question you too much. Right. So did you still want to sneak in? Or were you going to just try and, like, lie your way through the... Frame? I'm going to try to lie my way. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, the bouncer stops you, and he, he has a clipboard, and he's like, uh, name? Victoria Vickell. He looks, and he goes, I'm sorry, Miss Vickell, you're not on the list tonight. She's going to do a pose, and go, don't I look like someone who deserves to be on the list? I'm going to let you roll clever on that one. Six. All right. Uh, well, with a six, that is a, a succeeding with style. So you have a uh, plus one whenever you're trying to convince someone that you're supposed to be there because you you convince this guy that he's like, okay, this clearly is a mistake. You have to be on this list. You look like somebody who would be in this place, you know, hanging out and doing whatever. Right. Um, so he goes ahead and, and lets you buy. And with that... I'm going to describe this uh, front room really quick. The lobby, I guess. Lobby, greeting room. Yeah. Um, there is a like a front desk kind of thing. The, the lighting is very soft. Uh, there's a lot of black and red and, you know, not like it's not dark, um, but it is a very sensual kind of color scheme to everything. Um, and the woman at the front desk says, Ah, hello. What will you be partaking in this evening, Miss... Vakel. Vakel. I will be partaking in the fine collection of ladies you have. Very well. And with that, this episode is over. You got some pluggables? Yeah, I got some pluggables. I'm on Twitter at Jarius underscore Jer, where I talk pro wrestling. I post... Gardening pictures, food pictures, and cute animals, and general musings. And then on Instagram, I'm Jerry Jerry Quite Contrary. Jerry is spelled J E R I both times, and it's pretty much the same thing minus the wrestling. It's going to be costumes, cooking, gardening, whatever I'm up to at the moment. So I hope you have fun with either one. And uh, I'm Eli Royal. You can find me on. Uh... Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at Royal Artisan Props, and on Twitter at Royal Props. Uh, unless it is the third Tuesday of the month. I cease to exist on the third Tuesday of the month. It's true, I can never find them. But I, I build cosplay props. You know, I've, there's always something cool going on, because I restore antique cars uh, as well, so you get to see stuff like that. Uh, anyway, bye. Bye-bye. This episode has been brought to you by the We Play RPGs Podcast Network. You can support us by rating, reviewing, and recommending us. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com and on all social media at WePlayRPGs. You can buy merch at TeePublic.com and searching WePlayRPGs. Stay safe!